I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Today on Barbecue and Tech, Big Chris and I are going to talk about the big brisket cook-off. He gave a heads-up warning that it was coming, but this is going to be the showdown between, I think we went with three different style briskets. I'm one of your hosts, Rod Simmons, joined by my partner in crime, barbecue expert and co-host, Chris Ashley. What up, dog? I'm uncomfortable with being called a barbecue expert. I'm good with enthusiast. So I'm always very careful to say my barbecue expert i know you are so it's just me says, it's my own know anything it's my I can own come back to say, i can always come back to say i didn't say he was your expert i said he's my expert he's the guy mm-hmm. i go to because i don't uh last i checked aaron franklin doesn't return my request for barbecue tips oh man aaron hey hey ron <laughs> <laughs> all What's right up, man? nothing man just uh Pretty excited with the interactions. I started to see some folks putting out what they were doing for a Memorial Weekend. So that was pretty cool to see. I uh, got some folks doing fish, some folks doing uh, the traditional uh, route. And uh, so I'm pretty excited to see these pictures once, uh, you know, Monday actually hits and people are out on the grill. And I, dude, I was going to go and get the pork chops and the uh the tomahawk yesterday i went to go get my traditional starbucks coffee and uh i was on the way i made a left to go down the highway and you know it wasn't like a bright sunny day but it was you know the sun was out it was you know it was probably about 9 9:30 in the morning or something like that and as i entered the highway and got past the first exit it seemed like i drove into a nightmare and i mean the sky went completely dark and gray and silver lined you could barely see like in front of you i'm talking about good 9 30 10 o'clock in the morning and then the clouds opened up and started dumping buckets of water. I was like, what on earth is going on? I literally thought I was sleeping. And it was in a dream. And, you know, I called my wife and I'm like, hey, uh, what's the weather for the area? And she was like, oh, I'm not. I'm getting some alerts on my phone. And I'm like, 
woman, dear wife, I get the same alerts you get. I am not asking you about alerts. I am asking you to go on the weather service and see what the weather is. Oh, hurricane's on the way. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Immediately flipped around and went home. (laughs) I was like, I'll get that stuff later. Dude, it was crazy. So let me get this straight. And I, I want to phrase it in a way that our, our, our guests will understand this. You're saying that you didn't get any meat to barbecue for Memorial Day weekend because of rain. I, I, I'm just paraphrasing. You heard, you heard correctly. It was more than just rain. It was craziness. Like people were pulling. Well I, sleep, I slept very well. I came home, parked the truck, and I was like, I'm done. <laughs> did you did you go this morning? No, nah, I'm going after we uh record. But uh it was crazy. I, I mean, cars were pulling off the side of the road, parking, hazards on. I mean, it was you literally had no visibility. None. I was like, nah, I'm cool. I'll wait. You get get picked over stuff by the time you get there. Hey man, whatever I get, I'm confident I'm gonna make that joint banging. Yeah. You be happy with whatever you get because they opened what at eight o'clock this morning. Yeah, and- but nobody's doing what I'm gonna do. Every time I go there, it's like a ton of them sitting there <laughs> because nobody wants to deal with it. It's, it's too much work for them. It's, for me, it's a, you know, it's Monday. <laughs> wait, wait to- tomahawks? It's- yeah, they Man. always. I mean, if it's not there, I'll get something else. But every time I go, nobody's buying them. Yeah, it's it, probably it's probably not because it's too much work. It's because they look at the price and like <laughs> realize, uh, cut the bone shorter and just give me a ribeye. Uh, either way, <laughs> I don't need to pay that extra. Money. Either way, too much work, too pricey. I'm gonna win in this one because nothing's it is, gonna it is stop funny, me. By adding, I don't know, eight inches of bone, they can jack the price up that drastically. It, it and I don't. I. It is a bit annoying. Like just. That how much more and it doesn't matter where you go it's not just our butcher it's anywhere but yeah. they're like oh it's a tomahawk it's like literally you did less work to produce this this piece than you do just to give me the ribeye yet somehow it's magically more money okay that makes sense to me but um, yeah yeah my man ken is uh doing uh pork chops as well um but he's marinating his i'm not gonna marinate mine but he uh he did a really nice spicy coleslaw he had showed off before but that's what he's doing for the size we didn't really talk about sides too much. Um, Alon is uh is hasn't figured out his sides yet, but they're doing shrimp tacos, so that'll be interesting. And then uh, my man Elliptic is uh, giving us grief. He was like, "He ain't tried bone marrow." Because we were talking about that on the last episode. Nah, man, not yet. Um, and he's actually made some on his uh for him. With uh, steaks and uh, I would love if he wouldn't mind sending in some tips for it uh, as to how he does it. I mean, I, like I say, it's I'm always interested in trying and doing something new and different. So, uh, like that, there was there was one of those things that was on my list of things to give a shout out and try. So, you know, yeah, the to do list. So, all right, all right, so let's get into this. So, what we figured we would do is plan out this cook and uh bring our friends in with us because it i've never done three briskets at the same time i've done two i've never done three it's gonna be a lot of work it's gonna be a lot of prep work um and so 
I got I I this is I actually want to put more, a bit more planning and then as opposed to running on overdrive. Not to mention the the goal for this uh smoke. And if anybody doesn't know by now, yeah, like Rod mentioned, we're taking three briskets, we're at different price points. This has been done before, not revolutionizing it, but you know, it's one thing to watch it and then it's one thing to kind of hear about it and it's one thing to do it. So we're gonna do it. We already have the gold standard brisket here. Um, I'll probably take that out on, uh, first off, we'll do this probably next weekend, right? Uh, yeah. So let, let's start where, okay. So the top end brisket is going to be from where? Uh, what's the, we didn't get 44 farms. Snake we River. got, got uh, Snake, River, Snake River. River. Yeah. We Snake River. Yep. All right. Then where's the next one? All right. So this is the decision we have to make. It's either going to be the butcher or Costco. I think we probably go Costco just because that's something that's more relevant to more people. Okay. As opposed to our local butcher. All right. And then finally, the last one we'll get from Walmart. All right. So we're going to do Walmart. Let's say, why don't we do the butcher? Because we, we know we reliably can get something, I'd say, decent from the butcher. So we have Snake Costco River is up and down. But uh, at, okay, Walmart it can can be the control too, right? Because people can go to their local WalMarts and get one. So, so we'll go to our butcher, butcher and Walmart. Perfect. Okay. Next up is uh, we, I want to give each one of these the best opportunity to be successful. So I'm going all out. That spraying, that's uh, injecting. Oh. Um. Probably triple rubs, not just salt and pepper. What? You're not just going to let the meat flavor shine through? I, I will. I won't, won't overdo it, but uh, I'm definitely going to add something to it. Like, because uh, um, I want it to have like a nice kick and I want it to have a nice bark. I like I like a hint of sweet on the top of that bark. Uh, so I'm going to do them all the same way, but I'm not just going to do salt and pepper. So let's, uh, and, uh, so it's going to be, so you're going to, we're going to inject spray. Yeah. Wagyu beef tallow. Yes. I don't need to, I don't need to say fat side up because there's only one way to cook it. As far as this podcast is concerned. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, but, uh, all right. So here's, so here's my only concern. mm -hmm. Um, is seasoning because it, it would be unfair to season. Uh, it would be unfair to season differently. Uh, like, i.e., one gets one seasoning, one gets a different season. I'm not doing that. I said uh, I'm going all out on all three of them, so they all, all right. three will get the business. So the exact same seasoning profile for all. Correct. Do we want to talk about what seasoning we're going to go with? Yeah, sure. So, and I figured this would be our tip section. Um, so we've definitely talked about doing briskets on this show. We will continue to talk about doing briskets on this show and we've given some tips. And so I mentioned, I'm going to step the game up for the, for this cook off. And so here's three tips to how I consider stepping the game up, uh, when doing a brisket. Uh, so first off is I'm going to layer my seasonings. I'm sure people have heard me talk about this before. So Let's first talk about, we'll stretch the tip. Actually, let me give the tips first, and then we'll go into detail about each one. So first off, I'm going to layer my seasoning, my rubs. I'm going to definitely use more than one rub. 
yep. I'm trying to trying to achieve a different flavor profile. I suggest people do the same. My base layer is always a salt, some type of salt and pepper rub. That's my base. Okay, number two, injection. Now, I'm definitely going to inject this. I like to impart some moisture into the meat. It tends to make it cook faster from my experience, um, but also gets that uh, deeper flavor into the uh, into the brisket, especially because it's a thick cut. There's no way you're getting rub all the way down to the center of the brisket. You know, it usually picks it up from the au jus that's created. And if you inject it, you can kind of help get some stuff in there too. So I'm going to do that. Okay. And and then the third uh, portion of this is the um, I'm not just going to wrap, but I will wagyu uh, use some wag wagyu uh, what's it uh, oil Be- uh, beef tallow. tallow beef tallow yeah. yeah wagyu beef well I don't know if I'm going to use a wagyu one, but I'm going to use a beef tallow. And what I'll do is I'll melt it in the microwave. I'll usually put it in the microwave for about 15, 20 seconds. So it's more liquid form because it's kind of hard like lard when you get it. And then I will cover both sides of the brisket. Not crazy um, with that beef towel. It kind of help let it marinate itself um, in that tallow uh, inside the wrap. So three solid tips to get your brit to step your brisket game up. Okay. All now. Right. So, uh, let's talk about first with the rubs. So, for me, I'm going to start, I'm going to use a, definitely an AP. Most likely, um, the uh, Killer Hogs AP. I I really like their AP, all-purpose seasoning. Um, Got a good base to it. Um, So, you're not going to go with, like, just kosher salt and... um, no. And fresh ground pepper, like 50-50. Okay, so no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to okay. use the AP rub. But cool. I will add, for my taste, I like to add fresh ground black pepper. They These rubs, to me, never have enough black pepper in them. And now so I, I will use sorry. the AP plus additional fresh ground black pepper. Sorry, to be clear, do you... Because I personally, my, my and I, I agree 100% with that, my preference is my first layer is my my black pepper. Because I want black pepper right on. Because for me, that helps build a better crust or better bark, if you will. Sure. Now, do you go AP then black? or do you, I do. do you go- and my reason is a little bit different. So okay. I try to be mindful of getting a nice even spread. Because I don't so much rub rub the top of the meat anymore when I put the seasonings on. I kind of just make sure I spread it more evenly. And the yep. salt from the AP kind of creates a canvas for me to see the black pepper that I'm spreading on top of it. So I can visually see that I'm too hot in one area or too light in another area. So that's why I do it the opposite direction. Because in the end, it's you know I'm going to let it tack up. You know, sit for a little bit, and it's all going to mesh together, and the salt's going to start to melt anyway. Um, and then the black pepper's going to be resting more on top of it. Okay. So for me, and I'm not saying you know what you what you've done is completely valid. I wouldn't tell you. I wouldn't tell you change a thing. It's just for me and my application process. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put the AP on, and then I'm going to grind up uh, some 
uh, and fresh. You just use your uh, your uh, your new coffee grinder for yes. Okay, yeah, cool. coffee slash. Uh, yeah, for us, it's a seasoning grinder. Seasoning. It actually says both on it. Oh, do- okay. Yeah, and then right. uh, I think for the black pepper. So I found a local little herb shop. That uh, sells herbs and seasonings and stuff like that. I'm probably going to hit that dude up and see what kind of specialty black peppers they have. And uh, we'll update yeah. you guys, which I actually go with. Because yeah, sometimes I used to always order seasoning from a company I think it was Penzies. called Penzies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember. So I'm going to go hit this dude up and see what he has on hand and uh, and uh, grab, grab some black pepper there. Yeah. And, and I'll I'd p- say if you don't have a local store... And you are looking for something. I don't know if Penzies is still around doing anything decent with spices, but I always felt that they had a wide variety of different spices that you could order, and they the prices weren't too crazy. If you're trying to, if you're looking for, especially if you're looking for things that are unique, um, to like because you see someone who's grinding and they're using like an Indian black pepper or, yeah. um, you know, just from a different region, and you're like, oh well, what's this? And you want to try it out. It's it's a great place to either get a small sampling or a large sampling. But I think and it makes a difference, folks. Um, oh yeah, you know, going Absolutely. to your local grocery store and grabbing some seasoning versus going to like a specialty store or stepping your that just that alone could give you a completely different flavor profile. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff has been sitting in warehouses for so long. It's lost a, a bunch of its potency. When you go to get something fresh or something more up, upgraded, it's, it's relatively newer. It's got more potency and you'll notice immediately like, wow, this, this really adds some flavor and some pungency to my food. So um, just a, another little quick tip there. Um, so, so that's going to be the base layer on the seasoning. Um, and then I liked a little bit of heat, um, with that. So to me, that salt and pepper opens up the taste buds. The heat kind of gives me like a little, uh, kick. Oh, you're using the black pepper for the heat layer. Uh, I'm using the black pepper and then I'll probably use some type of, uh, are you going to use that pepper company? Uh, I believe okay. I'm going to use the uh, some pepper flakes in there. Uh, okay. Yeah. So no, I was thinking, remember that one company you got that all they do are uh, mm-hmm. pepper? I, I just can't think of a pepper name right now. Okay. But they're, they're basically a bunch of pepper flakes um, with all different kinds of them. And one of them was a barbecue rub pepper flake. We'll put it in the show notes, folks. I, I, I'm, I just cannot remember off the killing me right now to remember. But I'll, if I pull it, I'll say it. Um, but yeah, so they have like a barbecue version, which is like uh kind of like roasted peppers and ch- chipotle, and I really liked it. Um, so I'll probably use that as a second layer to give you like a smoky uh type of heat to the to the brisket, and then um I'll probably lightly dust with some uh, paprika and some. Uh, onion powder uh, just to kind of that's the flavor profile I tend to like um, yeah so I'll probably hit it with both of those and, and probably seasoning does have onion powder in it doesn't it it does but again um, I like a little bit more than what's in there so okay. I'm gonna I'm just gonna give it like a little extra layer of that and then I'll probably put on a very light coating of celery salt um, yeah, because I like celery salt. It's kind of kind of has a spiciness to it, um, and uh, it uh, and 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 to be fair, what I'm doing is I'm I'm 
for for anybody who's listening, they're like, you're trying to write it all down. If you head to Barbecue and Tech and look at the show notes, they should also be on your podcatcher. I tried to put the layers in order. So which we said, we start off with Killer Hogs as our base layer, follow that up with some fresh ground black pepper. The barbecue rub or the pepper flakes will tell you the company because it is actually a, a seasoning that I think you someone I don't know how some how you ran across somebody passed this, it to uh, me and I ordered yeah. a bunch of it and made I've made a bunch of different things with it and have really liked uh, their product. Yeah. Then there's paprika, onion powder, and then celery salt, a very light layer of celery salt. And you got to be careful with the celery salt because, again, you already have salt in the killer hog stuff you're using likely the pepper season you have is going to have a little bit of salt in its, uh, in its makeup. So be very careful as you get to the celery salt that you don't over salt your brisket. Not to mention if you're, you, when we get to the injection, depending upon where injecting in, then you want to be careful that you're not injecting. You like, you might want to do a low, if you're doing like a beef injection, you might want to do something low sodium or just cause you're not trying to put just too much salt into what you're, what you're eating here. Yeah. So and that's a great point. I always check to see, and I always taste everything first uh, to see what the salt level is so I don't over-salt things. And All that's right. why another reason why I'll add extra black pepper, but I, I won't, you know, I definitely won't add any uh, pepper, uh, pep, you know, any salt, I mean, uh, kosher salt on top of it. Right. Okay, so the company is Flat Iron Pepper Company. Ah, yes. And what this company does is they make tons and tons and tons of different versions of chili peppers. Um, Like they have the, uh, for specifically, they have one called Dark and Smoky, which is a combination of the chipotle pepper, the ancho pepper, and the habanero pepper. Yep. And uh, it's got a great, great flavor to it. Um, You know, those peppers are smoked first and then they're ground up. Um, It just tastes phenomenal. So which one are you talking about for the for the you said the I'm going to use that dark and well that's the one I'm going to use I'm going to use the dark and smoky. Dark um and I really smoky. like yeah I'm going to really use that cuz I bought a bunch of their uh, So not their bar- okay so their barbecue rub dark and smoky uh which is a I'll I'll make sure that I include a link to it so that everybody can quickly get to it and find it. Yeah. But uh it's it's not yeah, they have a barbecue one too. They have one called Sweet Yeah, their, their barbecue rub is dark and smoky. Okay, that is. Okay, I thought okay. All right, yeah, it's sure. called Barbecue Rub Dash Dark and Smoky. So I was, I just wanted to make sure that we were both talking about the same thing. Yep, that's the one, man. Cool. There you go. So, so I'll use that, and then uh, the top layer will be our one of our top rubs, and we're going to do an episode one day with our top five favorite rubs. Um, but the uh, definitely going to use the maple brown sugar uh, rub. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Sorry, I. I uh, oh, there's another layer above the celery salt now. Yeah, the final layer, the sweet, the sweet layer. So, so this could raise a point because I think a lot of people always always raise this as a concern that you're with you're smoking around two seventy five between two fifty two seventy five. These smokes take a while. Like you're talking, mm-hmm. you could be ten, eleven, up to fourteen hours. Hopefully not that long. And your top layer. You said sugar maple? Yep. Which has sugar in it. Yep. Any concerns with burning? No. <laughs> so I, I probably, first off, the brisket will probably, I won't do it that high. I'll probably do it at 250. Okay. Uh, secondly, 
Uh, remember, we wrapped the briskets after the first few hours. So after like, you know, probably was going to be amount to about six hours or so. And uh, so once it's, you know, you, you, you know, one of the things we always talk about is cooking to color. And uh, it generally that color that I like on my brisket hits around 165. So so that's the first part of it. It, it ends up getting wrapped and then, you know, you, you don't have this burning. The second thing is, even though it's a maple, uh, the maple brown sugar, is it maple brown sugar or sugar maple? I can't remember. It's sugar maple. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I love um, that. Se- I mean, that seasoning is it's one of our, one of my favorites. Yeah. And, uh, it, but it doesn't have a ton of sugar in it. So I've never had it burn on me. You know what I mean? Um, and so what I tend to do is do a, a light coating just to kind of seal the flavor. And then when I wrap it, I'll go, go at it again with a little bit more on, on top. So, yeah. So no concern right, for so, me. So a light coating of the sugar maple for yep. the most of the cook. And then at wrap, you will, you will do it yet again. Right. Right. Okay. And then, so that's the rub. So we should, we should definitely get into the wrapping section just uh, in a second here. And because, oh, actually we got to do injection first, right? Yeah. So that's, that's next. So, um, I'm going to keep the injection very simple. I'm going to go and get a beef, uh, stock and a low sodium beef stock. And then I'm going to inject it with that. So I was expecting you to, uh, cause you, I know one of your favorites is the better than bouillon. Um, it's like a little jar, very good stuff. Um, yep. and mixing it with water. And I thought, I honestly thought that was right. You're going to go. I didn't expect you to say with uh beef, beef stock. Nope. For this, right. um, going to keep it very simple and right. go with the beef stock. Low sodium beef stock for low your sodium beef stock. Yep. All right. And you inject with the grain with the grain. So, and that prevents a lot of splash out during the injection process. Right. So you'll go with the grain. Okay. Um, so that part is simple. And then, uh, the question is, are you coming to smoke or am I doing this on my own? course i'm coming over i don't know you might be traveling football basketball soccer um, i I do have some traveling to do however i will and i i will definitely be there for this smoke this is there's too much money on the line Mm -hmm. to let you uh you handle this just by yourself and then i can complain that you mess it up all right fair enough so uh, then again there is plausible deniability which i (laughs) So, so that's the injection. All right. And then the, uh, the beef tallow wrap, the beef tallow wrap. So I will definitely be wrapping in butcher paper, all three of them. I have the red butcher paper. I may order, even though I have plenty here, I may order the longer butcher paper. Cause I think this one is, uh, 18 so inches. Actually, before we get into the butcher paper that you're going to use for the wrap, cause I do, I mean, I I know you have. Uh, I do like the butcher paper that you tend to go with. Uh-huh. One question on the um, the tallow. 
Yeah, I, I know anybody who's into barbecue has probably watched uh, the Mad Scientist, mm-hmm. and he likes to take his tallow and he dump. I mean, he puts. I mean, it's you could tell that someone else is paying for his tallow because he just he dumps a vat of it for every time yeah. he, he smokes into a tray, puts it into the smoker, and lets it get that caramel light light caramel uh, haze to it. So it gets a. It's supposed to get smoke flavor into it. I know traditionally you and I, we just render and melt the tallow drizzle it on seal it up and to me it comes out perfect every time yeah are you going to at least try to smoke the tallow or nope all right well my not changing anything up with this no Mm -mm. okay i I, and yeah because i want to stick with things that i'm familiar with so i can truly understand what i'm eating at the end right so any desire to add a fourth brisket just so you can do the uh, the tallow and say, this no. is the one where I smoke the tallow so I can now see if We're I can tell the We're already difference. talking about 50 <laughs> pounds of brisket. No. Uh, at this point. At this point. Uh, it's only money, man. Yeah. No. Right. No. So we'll do it smoked. another time. Right. Not All smoke. Right. No. Um. Yeah, so I will grab my paper. If I don't end up ordering a lighter paper, then I'll just lay out two sheets overlapping each other. I'll put the brisket in, you know, make sure it's in the middle. I will then put a nice coating of beef tallow on the bottom, sprinkle a nice coating of uh, uh, for maple, flip it over, do the same thing, and then I'll wrap that bad boy, and then I will pan it. While it's wrapped, yeah, and 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 for anybody who's interested in the the beef tallow, uh, first of all, you if you don't have a barbecue like if you do have a barbecue friend, go halves on them with uh, your barbecue friend because this stuff. I mean, I think we bought we bought that beef tallow almost two years ago. I think mm-hmm. there's no way. and only recently ran out. No, nah, it's not. It wasn't two years. Okay, it was a year last year. A year it was yeah, last year. Okay, last year. So it at least takes a year. It is about 2.6 pounds. So if you're not a I mean, you've everyone has heard the volume of food you cook on your smoker. Like you do a lot. So most people aren't going to go through two and a half pounds of beef tallow no. in a calendar year. Yeah, it's going to take you a while to get through it. So but it, it goes a, a little bit goes a long way. So to be fair, brisket, I'll use it on a griddle too. I've done I've I've done burgers and put the towel on a griddle, yeah. and I cook the burgers in that as well. But yeah, it's it's still a lot. You know, I still have a little bit left. I definitely have to get some more for this cook. Um, but uh, yeah, it took it took a while All right. to go through it. So yeah. All right. Good so point. yeah, I, like I said, my my only my only tip there is if you're if you're looking at it like man, I don't, I don't this a grip to. You know, it's. I mean, it's only thirty bucks, and we actually like the. I think it's called the Chicago Packing Company or Chicago Beef Company or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they again, I will put a link in for it. But it's a great. All right, so let me let me help folks out. If you're not going to use tallow, right? If you're doing a brisket, and you're not. You're going to do tallow because it's too expensive. You don't have anybody to share with. Man, go ahead and uh, get you some butter, or even some. Uh, ghee uh, which is the clarified butter and use that instead it has the fat it has the flavor go ahead and um you know put a put a nice coating of butter in there and then also 
take some of your broth and spray it in there too to add some moisture to it and then wrap it. So um, you'll, you'll get, you know, that's what I used to do. So you'll get something good out of that as well. Gotcha. So that's the wrap. It'll go from the wrap into a pan back in the smoker to finish out its cook. I traditionally have cooked briskets to 205. I am not cooking the 205. I am cooking the 200. And each one that hits 200 is coming out and going into the, uh, the, the, uh, the Cambro. Well, it's not a Cambro, but the food warmer. And it will rest for two hours. So the cook temperature is going to be 250. 250. Yep. And then, uh, the spray, so as as it's cooking, um, probably every 30 minutes for the first couple of hours, I'm going to mix up some, I'm going to do, hmm. yeah, so I will do a mix of uh, hot sauce. And vinegar. And yeah, I think I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to do 50% hot sauce. No. Struggling here, man. Come on. Well, I just want to keep it. I want to, I don't want to do too much, but uh, I think, no, I'm going to do 30% vinegar. 30% 30% hot sauce and 30% apple juice. That's what I'm going to do. And that's what I'm going to spray with. And when I'm spraying, the one thing I'm looking for every time I go in the smoker and open it, I want to make sure there's no pooling of liquid on top of the brisket. It can happen based on the dips. And what you want to do is just lift up the brisket sideways, let those juices fly off because it will mess up your bark. So you do not want to always be looking for pooling of the liquid. Other than that, I'm just going to open it up, spray them down. Um, I have my pressure sprayer, so it'll be real easy. Close it up. Keep it moving. Gotcha. I will be using the Flame Boss for this cook, the new one, the 400. Um, because that thing's simple enough, works well, and uh, we'll be able to monitor everything remotely. Um, I will probably use well i'll definitely use the meters for the cook um but i may use the probe from the flame boss as a backup gut check uh for sure um it i possibly because not to mention like i i talked about it before one of the cool things is that you can always say when you reach temp bring the temperature down and keep it warm you know what i mean so you can add extra stuff to it you know what i mean yep so um we will rest for two hours and then we will cut and taste. So I've actually lined up some people in the area. Um, I put a, put a post on Facebook to let people know we were doing this. And uh, if they were interested in uh, getting some of the brisket, um, you had to be in the area because I'm still learning how to ship food and I, I don't have quite have a process down yet for that. So, uh, so I'll open it up to our fans. If you, you know, we're just basically saying if you want a pound of brisket, just 
you know, let us know. Uh, I think we'll probably just do it for like 20 bucks and um, wrap it up. And, uh, you know, if you live in the D.C. area, let me know. I'll meet you somewhere and we'll just give you like a little bit of each. All right. If you're interested. If not, don't worry about it. Yeah. So uh, layering your seasonings. We got all that. Injecting with uh, uh, beef stock. Um, wrapping with uh, tallow, uh, just melted, not uh, not the uh, crazy whole rendering uh, concept with tallow. And yep. then your cook temp is going to be 250, cooking yep. to 200. We're going to, at 200, you're going to pull. Yep. It'll go into the caterade, sit and rest for a good bit of time. Yep. And, and uh, then a couple other nuances. Are, are we doing a blind? Like, are we going to bring in a friend to do a blind bit taste test? I figure between we- your family and my family, we'll have folks. And then as people get some of the brisket, they can kind of let us know. So I um, assume we're going to go with, and we're going to trim them all the same, where you're not going to leave a ton of fat on the Snake River Farms Wagyu brisket, where it's like painfully obvious uh, what brisket is with brisket. So I will, I'm not going to trim all the fat off, that's for sure. Um you know, if it comes, I'm going to cook it with what it comes with. I will trim it each one. Oh, we will trim each one. I will trim each one of them the way I would trim the brisket as I, if I received it. Right. So I'll get a brisket. I'll look at it aesthetically. I'll trim it. I'll do each one the same way. And then uh, we'll make sure we label each one. So we know which is which. I was going to say you could probably do racks. Top, middle, bottom rack type thing. Oh, that's the other thing is I will rotate the briskets in the smoker too. So okay. as they're cooking, um, I'll probably bottom go to the top, top go to the middle, middle go to the bottom. You know what I mean? Yep. Just to make sure. I mean, my smoker does cook pretty evenly, but I, I want to keep everything on a pretty level playing field. So I'll I'll make sure to rotate the briskets um as well. Um I'll probably give the brisk the smoker a good cleanup as well. You know, scrape out any loose uh soot. Uh wood wise, I will go with uh oak. And uh hmm. You think I should add another wood? I I personally don't think it's necessary, but uh no, I think I think oak is perfect. I think most if you're uh if you're a big person to c- uh cooking, you probably like post oak. So, yeah. I think stick stick with uh So, I'm going oak going. and maple. Thank you very much. You made it mine. <laughs> <laughs> I think I still have some maple left, so I'm going to go oak and maple. And uh for all the folks, keep it simple. You know, but uh since we're doing brisket and since I'm going to have the maple rub, I'm, I'm going to do that. Um, and I think uh, we, I think this, I think we're going to like them all. We will, I'll slice them all up completely hundred percent. I'll slice the point and I'll slice the flat. And then uh, we will pull what we deem to be like the best piece out of the flat, the best piece out of the point for all of them. Yep. Cut them up and let folks kind of experience it and see what they, what they feel. Okay. And so what are your predictions for this? Oh, I think it's I, I I think there'll be no doubt that Snake River Farms is going to be top of the list. The flavor wise or 
just juiciness or juiciness um so again we're not i I think the you could easily make sure this test goes the direction you want i don't i've never gone into our butcher or gone into like whether it be costco or wet or uh, walmart or anything like that and seen a brisket with the level of marbling i've seen from snake river farms so to me that immediately puts it it should be one step higher than everything else just because the inner inner muscular marbling, I don't think we're going to be able to come close with something that we find elsewhere. So I think that that'll be a standout, number one. The number two, I think, will be hard to determine. And I think, you're, I think we might see a 50-50 split between Butcher and Walmart because unless one, for some reason, has a tremendous amount of additional intermuscular fat – uh, it's going to be hard to compare. the The other thing that I think is going to probably make a big difference is that the I think the one from Sega Performance is a twenty pounder. It's really hard. Like even at the butcher, like typically they'll be like, we have a fourteen pound brisket, so mm. they're going to be smaller. So I think at, if nothing else, we have to make sure that the one from Walmart and the one from the butcher are roughly the same size. Yeah, I've gotten seventeen pounds from the butcher before. Oh yeah, I'm not saying you can't. I mean, yeah. I, we got it, it just depends on what they have. Before. Yeah. It's just what they have, and we, I think good point. We want to keep them as close as possible. Yep. Yeah, the the Snake River Farms is you know that's going to be the larger brisket, it, but you do trim it a bit more. That being said, I I'm I think it's going to be a fifty fifty split between those two because I think what most people determine to be like that oh my god rich thick savory flavor that tallow is is going to be uh is going to be a, the difference maker I think so it, it, where people aren't gonna be able to say i can tell the difference so what are we saying are are the uh judging principles right so taste for sure right tenderness anything else i think it's gonna be taste and tenderness i, I for me it's it's what when someone eats which one do they want more of all right That's, so we'll open this up to our fans if there's uh, something else that you guys want us to kind of judge or take take note of or, man, let us know. You know, we, you guys are part of this, too. Um, Just hit us up and, you know, however you want, you know, uh, um, on Patreon, on uh, Discord, Twitter, doesn't matter. Just hit us up. Yeah. It's like, hey, I want to know based on what you guys are doing um, this this aspect or this particular aspect. And we'll, you know, we're doing this because, we'll, you know, some of the fans asked us to do it. So. Uh, it's only fair that we make sure you guys give us uh, any input that you want as far as this cook is concerned as well. Yeah, I'm, and maybe we'll stream some of it. I'm, I'm again. I'm curious to see. I know my my boys are big uh, brisket fans, so I'm very curious to see where their minds at on the. Uh, my daughter's gotten pretty good. Uh, she's become very good at tasting things and providing feedback. So I'm very interested for her to. Uh, be part yeah, I think of no matter what, judgment. you and I can't provide any opinion on this because we we we're essentially we know what the. I mean, I guess we can provide our own opinion on it. Yeah, we I, can have our opinion, but you know, I, I especially after I, I, what I suspect is going to be upwards of fifteen hours of cooking, I have trouble enjoying and you know, I I can just taste and be like, all right, it tastes good, and I'm happy. I'd rather just watch other people enjoy it, so I, I tend to struggle. Um, so we're definitely going to need uh family to step up and just kind of let us know uh, what they think and what they feel and all of that stuff. 
Yeah, it's it's. I always find it funny with my uh, uh, with my like with after I'm done cooking, I'm in a very similar situation where I like I'm done. I don't I don't even want to think about food anymore. I don't want to hear about food. I'm just I'm literally yeah. uh, at my wits end with food. Yeah, it and, takes it takes me a while. Yeah. So I'm glad I'm not the only person who you get done cooking. You're just like, ugh, I don't want to think about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, it happens. And then uh, are we doing any sides with this? Uh, yeah, I think we'll probably throw some together, like some mac and cheeses and stuff like that. I think just some basic sides. I don't think we need to go too crazy because, again, for our families, it'll be just a regular part, part, part of yeah, regular meal dinner. But um, yeah. for for the people who are buying, they're buying brisket because, uh, and it, you know, just because they want to give it a shot and say, all right, because again, we can't eat 50 pounds of brisket. There's mm-hmm. just literally no way. And this is a, it is a pretty expensive smoke. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Thanks to our fans for helping us out, all our patrons, yeah. man. They're making it easy for us. They made the decision easy. Like we didn't have to think twice about doing it. Yeah. And don't forget, um, uh, I was going to say, uh, you, you got to, take out the snake river farm brisket i'm probably gonna take probably it out probably tomorrow tomorrow or yeah. monday probably monday it'll be ready for and are we uh, cooking saturday or saturday or sunday because uh, well you're we'll probably have to do saturday to sunday right because you're you're coming back on friday i come back on friday so or no i come back on thursday um but oh yeah, so let's, we so we let's can do it on friday to saturday on sunday because i think i i use typically no real major activity, so I think we throw it in Saturday night or Friday night, and then plan on it sitting in the caterade by hopefully noon on Sunday. No, that would be and Saturday night. night. It's not cooking. Yeah, Saturday hours. night noon on, <laughs> by noon on Sunday. Yeah, you can already tell I'm tired. I'm not even yeah. ready to get on a plane yet. My my brain is just literally not ready to get on a plane. All right, so we'll cook Saturday night. Probably go on. I would say around ten o'clock till eleven o'clock. I'll fire up the smoker at least an hour before to make sure it's burning nice and clean. I will pack the uh, the fire pit, um, the box, with tons of wood uh, so it can just go and I don't have to worry about it. Um, I will use my my uh, torch to light the, light the smoker, get it rolling as quickly as possible, yeah. get that fan rolling. Yeah, so that's it. I, th- I think we got a good plan here. Um, we need pans. I, I think I have enough pans, uh, plates. I have paper. Like I said, I'm I'm going to try to get a wider paper because I think they go up to like 24 inches, which makes it, it just makes it easier to wrap. You don't have to overlay um, stuff. Um, I might need some extra pans for seasoning or I can use my giant uh, sheet trays. Okay. Um, injector. We need some more tallow as well too. I'm almost out. All right, I will, uh, you know what, I'm on the site now. I can order the tallow, and uh, that'll be in here well in time for that. So we'll make sure we get it. Actually, we can confer after. I don't think people need to hear the logistics of us making sure we have everything we need. So we can definitely get the things we need ordered, ordered. Uh, All right, I think we got a good plan here. We will do the smoke. We'll post pictures. We'll probably do, you know, post a couple videos of us uh, throughout the cook and, uh yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll try get to the results. Sure, I think, if nothing else, I want to make sure that we can share some images of the three briskets, some of the intermuscular, like the how you can tell the difference between the intermuscular fat. Um, we'll try to weigh them so that you kind of know how much they were. Well, they should come. Bought. 
well, you have the purchase weight, and then there's a trimming weight. Like after yeah. you trim it, how much how much weight? Because I think sometimes as you're sitting at home and you're trimming your own brisket, you're always wondering, did you trim too much? You could watch people online, but it's like when you're looking at the trimming pile, you're like, man, that is a lot of that. I think the 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 decal is like usually by far just outweighs everything that you uh you take yeah. out of that brisket. But nonetheless, I, I think showing if we can if we can weigh the post trimming weight, let's uh we try to get that as well. Okay, sounds good. All right. Cool, All right, man. folks, there you go. Inside uh, into the minds of two guys about to smoke 50 pounds of brisket. <laughs> All right, so we'll uh, keep you guys posted. Thank you so much for everyone checking us out and checking into the show. We appreciate you. We appreciate the conversations. And uh, we'll probably next speak after this uh, cook is done. So, All right. All right, man, Let's we out. Man. Peace. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.